states are cute. Mm. And they were playing on a trampoline. States are cute. States are cute. Ah. <laughs> That'd be a good one. <laughs> Why are we not recording this shit? I am. Oh, you are awesome. <laughs> Welcome to episode 7 of Why Did You Watch with me, Cathy Moore. And me, Debbie Clock. Well, this episode is going to be a bit tense, I suspect, because I have been trying to get you to watch this film yeah. probably for about as long as I've known you, and you just big fat fecking refuse to watch it purely because you don't like Eddie Murphy. It's not, not yeah, I just don't think he's funny anymore. I used to really like, was it Beverly Hills Cop? Yeah. When I was like, I don't know, seven? When you said you don't think he's funny anymore, I thought you meant that he used to be funny and now he's not. I didn't uh, think I he... think I've changed. I think he hasn't. Mm-hmm. Your sense of humour has Although matured. Donkey's very funny. Donkey! Yeah, yeah I do exactly. like Donkey. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's quite class. Oh, I thought... Okay. So I thought you and just flat switching out... places? Was it trading, trading places? places? Yeah. Yeah, yeah that was it's a great good. film. Dan Aykroyd is so good. In Dan that. Aykroyd is just and good. Jamie Lee Curtis. She was really, really good in that too. Yeah. Um, yes. So I thought the reason you refused to watch Golden Child was because you had some sort of philosophical reason for disliking Eddie Murphy. Like Apparently whole... he is incredibly mean to his ex, which was uh, one of the Spice, one of the Spice Girls. Spice Girls, yes. Yeah. Apparently he's just really horrible to her. I'm, yeah. I'm not particularly like or dislike her, but it sounds like he was very mean. Yeah. Um... Yeah, that's that's what I heard. I don't know if it's true or if mm. it's been proven or anything like that, but what in the name of God are we talking about? Golden Child. The Golden Child. Which I have yet to watch. And you refuse to watch, despite mm. me telling you that it's an 80s classic and it's really good and blah, 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 blah. Yeah. And you just won't watch it. Well, yeah. now we will see if I can talk you into it. Sure. So, Golden Child. <laughs> yeah. It was made in 1986. Mm. It stars Eddie Murphy and Charles Dance. You can dance if you want to. You can leave your friends behind. Oh, leave no man behind. Yeah, but your friends don't dance, and if they don't dance, then they're no friend of mine. Interesting. Yeah. <laughs> no one is going to get that reference. Uh, you have to be German to get that reference. Is that German? No, but the thing is, only they know it. Really? Because when I was in San Diego, there's a German dude, and he's like, hey, you know the safety dance, and like me and the other two Brits who were there are like, what are you talking about? <gasps> you didn't know the safety dance? No. Oh, everybody look at your hands. Well, it's because Germans take health and safety a lot more seriously than we do. I could repurpose it for, you know, COVID times. Yeah, everybody wash your hands. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> it was directed by Michael Ritchie. Have you heard of him? Is he a relative of the guy who did Lock, Stock and Two Smoking Barrels? You mean Guy? Yeah. Richie? Yeah. No. Well, I mean, he, he might Maybe. be, yeah. but no. I don't think he is. Um, I'd never heard of him, so I looked up to see what he had done, and apparently he has done a huge amount of oh, really? very famous films. So, Ooh. have you heard of Fletch? No. Oh, Chevy Chase movie? Yes. Yeah. Chevy Chase movie. Fletch. Yeah. It's quite famous. No. Um, Bad News Bears. I've heard of it. Bad News Bears is amazing. Ah, uh, okay. 
take it easy on the beer, Butterworth. <laughs> That's so funny. It's like throwing beer cans at children. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Um, Wild Cats. Do you remember that? Goldie no. Hawn? Oh, Goldie Hawn is fantastic. Yeah, she's her kid takes up American football and in America. And sure. It's fun. It's a fun film. Uh, Private Benjamin is the one I usually yeah, remember for Goldie Hawn. Private Benjamin. That's such a Ooh, good Oh, and the one where she, Overboard? Overboard! Kurt Russell. Yeah, great yeah, film. I'll watch anything with Kurt yeah. Russell in it. All right, you're bound to have heard of this last one. Cool Runnings. Oh, Cool Runnings. What a film. Right? What a film. Yeah. With the big dude. Mm. Whatever his name is. John Candy? I think so, yes. Mm, mm-hmm. is, yeah, I think it is, yeah. Him there. It's a good film. I like Cool Runnings. Mm. Oh, the Jamaican bobsleigh team. Yeah. Yeah. Because they trip up at the beginning and all the all the best runners can't get into the 100 metres. Oh. Yeah. Oh, so that's why they took to bobsledding. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, d- I did not remember that part at all. Oh, uh, really? Yeah. That's like... Okay. I just remember them all being frozen because it was so cold. Mm. And they weren't, weren't used to it. Cause but then I remember... Uh, well, do we want to put spoilers in? I suppose we can because it's like 25 years ago. Yeah, I think, there's, I think there's a... Was the bit at the end where they carried the bobsleigh to the end? Yeah. That's the bit I remember. Yeah. And the, other, the other team were like, who they were competing against, who were their adversaries were like, ah, oh, that's really cool. We respect you. Yeah. 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 yeah but we film. also won. Well, I mean, you can you can easily respect your sworn enemy if you've already won. It does make it easier. Yeah, I suppose. You've mm. got the medal. And the respect for yes. your for your fallen foe. Yeah, yeah, great good show. show. Yeah, so so this guy's obviously got a bit of you know chops. Chops, indeed. He's acting well, directing chops behind mm. him. So anyway, Golden Child. Mm. Sort of brief synopsis is there's a child, and the, it's golden. He's not golden. No. He is the golden child. Ah. Sort of like the Dalai Lama kind of deal. Oh, sure. Okay. Right. And Charles Dance wants to kill the golden child. Why? Because he's evil. And if you kill the golden child, it will plunge the world into a hell-like state. Okay. Okay. All right. Yeah. And Eddie Murphy, for some reason, is charged with saving the world and the kid. It's like Bulletproof Monk. Sure. Different. Although this is a bulletproof golden child. Oh, right. Okay. Because nothing on this earth can kill him except for the stuff that can kill him. So he's the same as everyone. Yeah, pretty much. (laughs) Nice. Yeah, I did notice that myself. And the woman was like, no earthly thing can kill him. And you're like, all right, so how are they going to kill him then? (laughs) Oh, I know how they do it. Get a chunk of moon rock. Beat him on the head with it. Yeah, that's proper like Shakespearean... Uh, wiggling out of things, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, that's like lawyer speak. <laughs> Duncan and no. Oh, no man no born man. of woman. Yeah. So when they said that, uh, this is going to just. Uh, I'm going to profess my uh, ignorance of this, but I was young when I saw it. So when um, they said um, he was of Caesarian birth, I just thought he was Italian. <laughs> I'm not even joking. It was before I figured out what uh, a C-section was. Hail Caesar. <laughs> hey. <laughs> Uh, yes. Oh, David, <laughs> that's quite sweet. Also, it's very um, what's it called? Um, like the uh, Lord of the Rings. It's mm. Like no man will king kill the the king dude. Who the... Well, obviously he lifted that from Shakespeare, though. There's no way oh, he yeah. just came up yeah, with that. Yeah, yeah. But uh-huh. the uh, the difference in that one is that it's a woman who killed him. Yeah. 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 Beats head in with a um, 
mace, wasn't it? Not like pepper spray, but... I was about to say, yeah, uh-huh. It's spice. This isn't Canada. <laughs> Bear mace. <laughs> Bear mace at McDonald's. Yeah. yeah. That's their, like, um, gunfight at the OK Corral. Yeah, the, the, yeah. Sh- the, the showdown at sunset, only it's Bear mace at McDonald's. Nice. For those of Bear you that, at dawn. Yeah, at 10 paces. A bit closer. For those of you who don't follow ScanBC, the, the Twitter page, I highly recommend you do. It's a really interesting insight to the sort of crimes that are going on in uh, British Columbia. And yes. my favourite my favorite ones are um, RCMP called to such and such a place for a child stuck in a swing. <laughs> yeah, the highest of crimes. Yeah, or... Or the lowest, depending on what part of the apogee they're on. yeah. Man doing Tai Chi in the park kicked a man in the face for smoking. Oh, yeah. <laughs> to be honest, I'm not sure if that's a crime or a public service. You can't kick people in the face for smoking. He might have been trying to get the cigarette. Potentially. And then there was the, the they had to call an ambulance for that girl who was trying to smoke uh, crack and inhaled the... Um, oh, the glass pipe. No, she didn't inhale the glass pipe. She inhaled the, the, the crystal, the ember. Maybe it was crystal Oh, the meth. ember. The ember, em- Yeah. Uh, no, I don't know. Crystal in the end of her meth pipe? I don't, I'm not. Okay. I'm not up on drug, drug smokable use. drugs. Mm, sure. Me neither. Or any kind of drug <coughs> for that matter. <coughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> nice. Not for your damn beatbox. Yeah, true, true. Mm. Uh, so that's the off plot. Track again, yes. All that's right. the mm. plot. Um, Eddie Murphy will save the world. <laughs> of all people. Um, yes. So it opens on a Buddhist temple. Just like Bulletproof Monk? Yeah. In Tibet. Sure, okay. Well, it says in present day, but it's 1986. Oh, yeah, sure. Well, you know. And all the Buddhist monks are doing that. It sounds really impressive when there's a big group of people with a deep voice doing that that chanting business. Yeah, yeah. It's quite impressive. Meanwhile, while they're doing all this, there are sinister forces approaching the temple on horseback outside in the snow. Also, very much like Bulletproof Monk. It sounds like Bulletproof Monk has just lifted to the whole story. <gasps> Except that one's got Chariot Fatten rather than Eddie Murphy. Excellent. Mm. <laughs> Already has an advantage. Mm. And you know that the people who are approaching from the outside are bad because you can tell by the music. Ah. We were talking about this in the Life Force when we were saying the, sci- the science fiction music at the beginning just to set the scene and stuff like that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. Um, so there's a guy, guys, it sort of it keeps cutting back and forth between what's going on inside the temple where they're having a right... The impending doom. Yeah, and the impending doom outside in the freezing mm. cold. But... Are there any yaks involved? I believe there were some yaks involved, nice. actually. I think they were using the yaks to carry... The strange device that brought with them that looks like you know those head scratchers. Oh, like dreamcatcher things. No, the head massager thing. Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. They've got one of those on a on a on a pole, being carried by two yaks, and okay. you think, oh, wonder what they're going to do with that. Um, and then we find out what they do with Ooh. that. So they're walking along with the giant head scratcher, uh, and it's quite sort of labyrinth esque music. David Bowie? The 80s. David Bowie's not there, oh. unfortunately. Yeah. He wouldn't be associating with bad bad guys. David Bowie's a good guy. He is. Except for when he's being a Goblin King. Or a weird alien. Yeah. Ziggy. Ziggy. Or Major Tom. 
Grand Control. But Major Tom's a junkie. Is he? Yeah. I was very disappointed when I heard Ashes to Ashes. Because oh. I had heard Space Oddity first and was like, yeah, Major Tom. And then I heard Ashes to Ashes and he said Major Tom's a junkie. Like, oh no! Major Tom, no! <laughs> Maybe he just likes junkies. Mm, no. The rest of the, the lyrics suggest that he's uh, he's been smoking the crack <laughs> or um, something. No. <laughs> I don't know. Um, so there's this little kid. He's about what, six years old uh-huh. in the temple. Uh-huh. So cute. Right. Uh, he's an adorable little kid and mm. he's watching a puppet show and is munching. Oh, okay, sure. Okay. He's not so watching the Muppets. No, 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 no. Someone's got a puppet show going on. It's a marionette show, technically. Mm. Yes. And he's taking it all in and is suitably impressed whenever two important looking monks appear and make him get dressed and put his wee coat on and come on. Oh, yeah. You have to Golden address, address the masses. Yeah. Yes. Oh, big! It's very important, kid. This kid, it's mm. all dressed up, so cute. He gets set at the the front of the temple, and he gets given a wee hat to wear. It's like the um, is it the last emperor of China, or well, it's the tiny kid who's effectively the emperor. Yeah, yeah. It's fun. It's so strange when people are like, "So should we elect someone to take over?" Nah. Let's we'll just, just go with hereditary leader. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Let's just. But he's just, five. Yeah. Let's just put um. What do you call him? And Prince William and Kate. Let's let's just put their kid. Uh, yeah, he can just be right. the king now. Yeah. Uh, I I mean to be honest, that would probably solve a lot of the royal family's problems. Mm-hmm. All new laws would be signed with crayon. <laughs> uh, I'm not sure if they are at the moment. Oh. I'm talking more about our prime minister rather than the queen. Oh yes, absolutely. Well, they're drawn up in crayon. Yeah. I'm sure the queen can still use a fountain pen. Yes. Oh, Boris. To Her Majesty. Charles. <laughs> Charles. I'm drinking Mexican beer and you're drinking American. <laughs> no, I'm not. This is Camden. Camden Pale Ale. Oh, Camden I do. Town. I thought it was Town an American. I thought it was an American Pale Ale. All right. Well, you're being suitably patriotic then. Yeah, I don't like a house, though. It's a bit much, isn't it? Uh, it's just not very nice. It's a bit Bucking tanky. Palace. Wind's Castle. Very nice. Mm. Bucking Palace. Office block. Yeah. Personally. Cut to mm. outside again. Freezing cold. Yes. And we we see Charles dance on horseback. Not yak back. He's on horseback. Okay. Because he's important. He's a fancy man. Yeah, he is a fancy man, isn't he? I love Charles dance. He's pretty cool. Love him. And a certain person pointed out that Charles dance was being English in America long before. before... It was cool. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, really? It was pretty much him and Alan Rickman. Uh, that yeah, that who were and even when Alan Rickman was being English in America, he was being German in Die Hard. Yes, well, yeah, yeah. sort of European gen in general. But Charles sure. Dance was being proper English. But back in the day, if you were if you had an English accent in American movies, you were the bad guy. Yeah, of course. Mm. You're always blonde, and you were a villain. Yeah, strange, isn't it? That's how it worked. Mm. Yeah, you do have very villainous accents, though. What? Southern English accents lend themselves very <laughs> lend themselves very well to being sinister, don't you think? Um, don't you think it's a very effective sinister accent? It really depends on how you're talking. Well, if, like you, for example. Me? You think I have a sinister voice? I think you could be a lot more sinister than I could. I can be threatening because uh, I can be loud mm, and I have a uh, coarse, rough accent. But you can be sinister. 
And that's Thank it. You. Yeah. I think. <laughs> you should try it with the students, scare the shit out of them. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. Do you expect me to finish all this lab work by the end of today? Do you know what happens if you don't finish your lab work? No. <laughs> yeah, there we go. Yeah. You will. <laughs> yeah, 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 I suppose so. I expect you to die. I will see a third in your future. Yeah. Oh, that would oh. be cold. Yes. So it's it's cut to Charles Dance and you oh, he'll be the baddie then. Yeah. Because sinister music again. Yes. And then it cuts to the kid again. He's oh, he's the goodie. Because he's an adorable little Asian child. Yes. He is feckin' adorable, this okay, kid. Okay. Yeah. Um, so they so something's going on. I'm not entirely sure what the ceremony is, but it reminded me very much of when they're trying to find the next Dalai Lama. They lay out stuff, and the kid if the kid runs up and goes, "Oh, that th- those are my glasses," then they're yes. like, "Ah, Dalai Lama." Yes, exactly. Mm. It just seemed like that was going on because somebody turned up with a tray in front of this little kid, and it had several um, like prayer beads, like rosaries. Sure. Yes. On it. And the kid looked at what was on offer and then just reached over and lifted the one off the, the tray bearer's oh. neck. And everybody Ooh. went, hey! Right? Okay. That's pretty cool, actually. Whatever he did, he did it right. Mm. And the guy seemed happy. I'd have been a bit miffed. I'm like, no, 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 I'm wearing that one. The no, one's in the tray are for you. wearing it as a trick. Potentially. See, that's yeah. that might be what was going on. That's the I don't whole know. thing. It's like, remember, it's like when the person comes out with the tray with the tea towel on it and say, you need to remember all the stuff that's on the tray. Then they take the tea towel off. You need to remember the tea towel <gasps> is part of the stuff that's on the tray. Is it? It was, yeah. Oh. Yeah, it's a scam. I never said the tea towel. Yeah. Um, also I... the atmosphere. But I mean, no one ever gets that one. Well, yes. So the jewellery thing, everyone was dead impressed. Which I, I wasn't that impressed. But then... It's just a klept- kleptocracy. Yeah, little jerk. Yeah. Then they bring up a tray of dead birds. Wasn't KFC? Oh. Before you ask. <laughs> I was going, my mind was going that yeah, way. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's a tray of um, what do you exotic birds? Ooh. Different colors yes. in the same bird. Yes, like a one of those pirate parrots. Yes, mm. but they're dead. They've got their their wee feet are sticking oh. up in the air. They're proper dead. But oh. but the golden child, mm. right? He re- resurrects one. He touches it. And it comes back to life. They probably just had it in a room with too much carbon monoxide. Yeah. Or dioxide. Just knocked it out. Like a but canary. None, of, none of the others woke up. Uh, Only this one did. The others were a sort of a negative control, I think. Cardio parrot resuscitation, CPR. Yeah, that could work. Well, I guess this wee finger went ew, 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 and, yeah. and resuscitated it. But it flew up into the, the rafters and everybody was almost <laughs> Straight equally Straight into impre- the ceiling fan. No! Just a whole load of feathers showering <laughs> down from the ceiling. <gasps> That's all right. We've got three more. Do it again. Yeah. Um, people were almost as impressed by this as they were by the necklace, which I thought... That's disproportionate. You're bringing response. something back to life from yeah. the dead is slightly more impressive than theft. The neck in someone's necklace. Yeah. yeah. So it was a bit of a strange. I don't know what quite was going on there. But just as everyone's looking up into the rafters, baddies attack. Da, da, da. Exactly. They kick the door open and they just run in and lay waste to all of the monks. It, you mean like kill them? Yeah. Oh. It reminded me of Tomb Raider. Did you ever play Tomb Raider 2? As well as what? <laughs> uh, no, I never played any Team Raider games. There's a level where you go to Tibet and there's a monastery uh-huh. 
and it's oh, it's a real pain in the ass because you can either elect to kill all the monks, well, yeah, or you leave the monks alone. But if you so much as daunt one monk, they all go berserk and try ah, to kill you. Are they all like blindfold monks? They're not blindfolded. They're yeah. just they're just really you know close to each other. So if you upset one of them, they all just come running from every like GTA. corner. If you mess with the people who are dressed in orange. Sure. Do you never do that? No. Oh. I just went to the park and stabbed hippies doing Tai Chi. And then I played some GTA. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, No, it's like uh, Minecraft when you, if you hit a zombie pigman Uh and Mm. they just all come. Yeah, understood, understood. But this didn't happen. This is the original GTA, the top down GTA. None of this 3D malarkey. Yeah, exactly. Garanga. That's all I gotta say. See? Whoever played the original GTA would get it. <laughs> Afghanistan banana stand. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, uh, quite nice cinematography here because Good. you're in the, the temple. Is it in slow motion? No. Oh. You're in the temple, the doors have swung open, and there's blinding white light, and then Charles Dance appears in the doorway. Mm-hmm. Now, in the doorway. Um, and a sort of backlit. So he follows the goons in. The go- he has a very strange taste goons? in goons because they all seem to have some sort of learning difficulty. Certainly, the impression you get. Okay. That they're all not necessarily the the brightest. Yeah, they're just not well educated. It's entirely possible, but they're not very um, articulate. Maybe they're easier to hire. Probably, like, yeah. Look at these. Look at this stuff that I can give you. Yeah, they're pretty. They're pretty tough. These guys. Bag of what's it? I mean, one of them actually looked like a yak. Ah, he was just shaggy and yeah. big, stocky. Mm, mm-hmm. mm. Well, so Char- he appears. Charles pa- pants. <laughs> what about it? Charles dance. Charles dance appears in the doorway, mm. and the golden child looks at him, and he looks at the golden child, and they have a bit of a stare off. Something. I like cats. Yeah, and then the golden child puffs away up uh, and just backs off on two feet. Yeah, <laughs> nice. Yeah, no, that's not what happened. Oh. Um, the kid does not look impressed. Like, I'm not scared of you, right? And then they come in with the big head scratcher thing, uh-huh. and it looks like do you remember that really shit arcade game where you would position yeah, the claw, yeah, and, like try and get a fluffy toy? Yeah, and the claw comes down and lifts the golden and then child, drops it. And the little cushion he's sitting on. Ooh. Like um, he's in a cage now. Yeah, he's in the head scratcher thing. Yeah, he's in the cage. Okay, yeah, the head understand. massager. Understand. Yeah. He's in that now. Um, and one of the bad guys is trying to like stuff him in a bit, I guess. See, the, uh, uh, now, the bad guy gets too close to him and the golden child touches him uh-huh. and it immediately makes the bad guy pure and then he tries oh. to kill the other bad guys. Yeah. So purity involves killing people. Interesting. Purity involves protecting the golden child and not wanting any harm to come to him because you're saving the world. I'm not entirely sure about the ethics of this. Um, It's consequentialism rather than... The ends justify the means. Exactly. The needs of the many outweigh the needs of the few. Mm-hmm. So it's not... Sure. Ontological this is sounding ethics. like a very sketchy film already. He's only a little kid. Are you sure Charles Dance isn't the goody of this film? He definitely isn't. Yeah, but the thing is, whose word do you have that he's trying to usher in 
nearer of hell. His? Yeah. Because he admits it? Oh, okay, fair enough. We hadn't got to that bit yet. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I if anyone would want to believe that Charles Dance was the goody of this film, it's me, because I love him. Sure, fair enough. So, you know. I, Any- you know, just playing devil's advocate, literally. Ha! I think that's what Charles Dance is in this film. Oh. He... It's because we both have Southern English accents. Oh, yeah, you guys are like, you know, <laughs> thick as thieves. We're not that thick. <laughs> he's way posher than you. Oh, yeah. I hope you don't take offence by that statement, but no. he's got the... He can do the, the R noise. He, he that... went to... Uh, I'm pretty sure he must have gone to a elocution or acting school. Definitely. Because yeah. he does the, the tongue ruling thing when he... Rada. Rada. Yeah. He does the tongue rolly thing when he says R's. Like he wouldn't, he wouldn't refer to um, Wirral. He would say Wirral. Oh, I see. That. Yeah, I don't do that. Hello, Cyril. <laughs> nice. But Charles does that. Mm. He's good class. Um, incidentally, the bird escapes. Oh, good. And flies away into the snow. When you say into the snow, <laughs> not you mean, into, like, a into snow the snow drift. Storm. <laughs> <laughs> Into the falling snow. It's making little snow angels. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. No, 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 he's fine. Sure. It's out, out into the outside, sure. So, now that this guy's gone mental and he's trying to kill everyone to protect the golden child, yes. he goes after Charles Dance, and Charles Dance teleports. Like Dalsim in Street Fighter. He just okay. goes, bzz, bzz. Okay. So he's fine, and then kills him. Because he's baddie. He kills who? The... The convergent. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, okay, yeah. okay. All right. So we're starting to understand why they it's used the... Yeah. Why he used... Same about the killing of all the monks at the beginning, but, you know... That was, that was not self-defense. That one will not pass in court. No. Sorry, you're sorry, but yeah. that one's not going to fly. But the grabber thing makes sense now, because obviously they couldn't just grab the kid and stuff him in a cage, because if he touches because you... Touch, yes. So it's like a Faraday cage. Yeah. Hmm. Only of purity rather than electricity. Or electromagnetism. Charles has that in abundance. <laughs> <laughs> nice. So, that's that's what happened, right? Yep. We On, know that. Yeah, yeah. Eddie Murphy doesn't know this. Well, he wouldn't. No, he doesn't. Because I assume he's not in Tibet. He is in... New York. LA, I think. Oh. Um, because now we're treated to a very upbeat 80s track with a lot of, you know, drums and... Synth and woo, sure, okay, right? yeah, yeah, and stock footage of LA. Yeah, the Americans love that. Yeah, yeah, and it was all that big donut thing, and the the Marlboro man smoking a cigarette. Yes, and people rollerblading. Ooh, that happens yeah. in LA. Rollerblading mm-hmm. in yeah. bikinis. Yes, along the beach. Yeah, all that. Sort well, of... not with roller skates because that's really hard. But they do have. <laughs> Pavement that is alongside the beach is what I mean. Yes. Yeah. Venice Beach and all that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So the stock footage of all this, kind of like the beginning of Baywatch, only with more donuts. Nice. <laughs> and Just a couple of cops in the background. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Nyom, nyom, nyom. Mm. Donuts. I do love donuts. Yeah, me too. Tim Hortons. They're the masters of donuts. Anyhow. Yeah. So Eddie Murphy is, it's sort of, you know, a nice little ladies montage going on of, of Eddie Murphy going about his business. Uh-huh. And he's, what is his business? Well, he's putting up signs and he's stapling them to lampposts and things and he's putting up these signs and he's annoying people who are trying to peruse porn in peace. And 
At which point, the person I was watching the film with pointed out, ah, oh, do you remember the, these are the good old days before the internet? Right. When, you know, you had to put signs up on things and everybody was out and about, they weren't at home, were stuck staring at their telephone, their, yes. their mobile phone. At which point, we're treated to the sight of a, a sort of chunky white guy at a newsagent stall looking at a magazine called Chunky Asses, I think it was. He likes donkeys. Yes, yes, it was a magazine about overweight donkeys. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, and Eddie decides he's going to like read over his shoulder and tease him for, for reading oh, the sure. history. Oh, sure, okay. I think you're just supposed to get the impression that Eddie's a bit of a, you know, a lad about town. Yes. Uh, a bit a of guy a, with a likely lad. You know, he goes around, he does a bit of like mock wrestling with people. and He's like Del Boy. But American. I LA. thought it, it reminded me of the intro to Brush Strokes, you know, where he's walking uh, up yeah. the street and, and he like steals like, hey, a crisp. Yeah, and, yeah. You know, hey, uh, hey. Lovable, hey. lovable, lovable chap. Do, 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 yeah. do, do, do. Yes, exactly. Yes. So it turns out his job is he's sort of like a private investigator, but he finds children that have gone missing. He's a private investigator, which is why he's looking at that guy's shoulder. <laughs> exactly, yeah. Mm. <laughs> Suspicious. Not so private if you're looking at it in the street. That's true. Pervert. Yeah. Go home and use the internet. This is why Before the internet's a good invented. thing. Well, that's that was my point. Yeah, I understand now. Thank goodness the internet was invented so people can look at that stuff at home. It's instead of W.H. Smith's out of business. The internet? Apparently, according, I think it was a quanti- wasn't it Ian Hislop who was like, I think, okay, this, this is a, a person, it was possibly Ian Hislop, called it W.H. Smut. Ooh. Uh, before the internet. Does WH Smiths even exist? Because they used to sell smut. Oh, did they? Well, I don't think anyone's used the smut, the word smut since the 80s. But yes. When you could buy it in WH Smith. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Was it in the, the, the brown paper bag on the top shelf? I wouldn't know. Alright. <laughs> I think, yeah, I think it was. Mm. Mm. Well, Eddie's strutting about. Private investigator, yes. He's a private investigator. But Does it say Sherlock Bones on his... Um, Furlock Bones. Furlock Bones. <laughs> Furlock Bones, that was it, yeah. No. And he specifically... will. He only looks for lost children. Oh, okay. Amber Alert. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. So he is the Amber Alert before Amber, before Amber Alert was a thing. Okay, cool. And from this, you get the impression that he's a nice guy. Yeah. Because yeah, he's yeah. trying to mm-hmm, save mm-hmm, kids. Mm-hmm. But he right. wants to get paid to do it. Uh, oh, right enough. Well, I mean, he's got to have make, expenses. He's got to make a living. Yeah, true, true. You know? Yeah. So um, he ends up on TV. He's on like the public cable, cable public like access. Advertising. What? No, no, no. He's he's on this guy's um, show, where the, it's the guy who has the public access show, and then he's got three guests on. Okay, sure. And there's a a man and a lady with a tortoise and Eddie Murphy in the middle. Sure. And the guys like. Trying to interview Eddie and saying, like, um, so what brings you on the show today? And Eddie starts to say, um, this this girl, she's 16. Her name is Mimimi. She's missing. And the guy just keeps interrupting him to be like, oh, wow, that must be really tragic. So how, well, how did you get into this line of work? And uh, how I got into my line of work was, you know. Just, oh, talk you, about himself. Yes. Ugh, yeah, absolutely. Redirect. Would not let Eddie give the details about yeah. This poor lost girl. What an absolute bell end. Mm-hmm. Um, and while all this is going on, it the camera sort of pans back from the television 
show and you discover that there's a Tibetan woman in her apartment in LA and she's researching some ancient scrolls Uh taking some notes and watching Eddie on the television sure and she seems quite impressed with Eddie's sort of Bob Geldof approach to the whole thing which is to just like tell the guy to shut up grab the microphone out of his hand and then just scream I don't like Bob Geldof nobody likes Bob Geldof nobody likes Bob Geldof I wouldn't worry about it but you remember him in Live Aid yeah yeah when he was give a shit money he never said that oh he never said that he said no they said something about um he said would you mind awfully sending us some money no he was he didn't say that at all he was it was actually quite reasonable what he said because more or less this exact thing was happening to him where he was saying if you want to donate money call this line and then the presenter started going oh and there's also this um write-in competition thing and bob was like no fuck the competition Give give them the phone line. Give them the phone number. Yeah. That's what he actually said. Uh, okay. Give them the phone number, not give us your money. It's much funnier the other way, though. Give us your fucking money. Yeah. Well, yeah. Although it did bugger all. Live Aid. Because yeah. Bob didn't understand that if he had just gone down to Tesco and bought a couple hundred bars of soap, it would have done a lot more for diarrheal disease than having a massive concert and then giving it to the government. Yes, to piss up the wall on civil wars. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Sorry, Sad Bob. Times. You figured that one out too late. And uh, so the, the interviewer like leans over to, to talk, just ignores Eddie, leans over to try and talk about the woman's tortoise. Uh, and he's like, so what's your tortoise called? And she goes, Freddy. And Eddie just reaches across, grabs the mic and goes, Freddy can kiss my ass. This little girl is lost. We need to find nice. her. Blah, 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 blah. And then he's, he just like... That's very Beverly Hills cop. Yeah, well, he is quite mm-hmm. Beverly Hills copy mm-hmm. in this. He's, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. But it no is of the era. Then, the next scene, he's he's shooting some beatball outside of the school when a couple of guys, they were, no, they weren't. It's fine. Oh. So he's with a bunch of kids and they're playing basketball and Eddie's sh- screaming advice at them. What are you all doing the other end of the court? Cover him. Yes. You know. When he notices the Tibetan lady, mm-hmm. she's watching him. From across a crowded basketball court. Yes, that's right. And the ball bounces over to her. Um, so Eddie's like, ha-ha, here's my chance. So he goes ah. over He goes over to be like, how are you doing? Can I have my ball back, please? Yes. And she's like, oh, you know, you, you seem to be good with the children. And he's like, oh, yeah, yeah, I like working with kids. And then they shout, mm. hey, throw us the ball back. And he goes, shut up! Nice. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, so she clearly knows who he is. She's she's like, hello, Chandler Gerard, or whatever, Gerald, Chandler Gerald, Gerald, him. Yes. Hello. Hello. I know you. You do? Yeah. We worked together for five years. Not you. (laughs) She knows Eddie. (laughs) Ah. And she says to him, oh, well, you, you help find lost children. He's like, yeah. And then she starts telling him, like, um... There's a, a child has been taken and Eddie's all like business face. Oh, uh-huh. and, and she says in Tibet. And he's like, hmm, bit out of my jurisdiction. Sure. And then she's like, no, 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 you don't understand. This child is destined to save the world. At which point Eddie's like, oh, you're nuts. Yes. Right. Um, she says, the prophecy says that he will be taken to the city of angels and rescued Ooh. by a man who is no angel. <laughs> ah. Ah. 
See what they did there? Yes. So it's not Rio de Janeiro, because that's City of God. Right. Yeah. Um, at which point Eddie is dubious, and he makes his dubiosity known. <laughs> yes. By basically just taking the piss. So she brings out, like, the scroll, you know, uh-huh. and be like, this is his death. And he's like, what's wrong with the book? Well, he says that the scroll looks like a giant joint. Ooh. And he thinks that he suggests Dubious, that yeah, exactly. Nice. He suggests that there were two of these scrolls, and she smoked the other one, and that's yeah, why she's understood. talking nonsense. Mm. And he says that she should get some help for her obvious drug addiction. You crazy lady! And then yeah. he, he goes back to the basketball game. At this point, I'm beginning to think like I think they let Eddie ad lib a lot of this film because he just sort of waffles a bit. He does. Yeah. yeah, I'm pretty sure he did that in Beverly Hills Cop as well. Yeah, yeah. I think they just let him. I, mm. They probably do that with a lot of stand comedians, where they're like, just vamp, and we'll edit it. So we'll take that, the good bits. And yeah, get rid yeah, of yeah. The ninety percent, which didn't work. Which I mean, any editor of any Robin Williams film must have just wanted to kill themselves because it must have taken so long to condense down the amount of bollocks Robin Williams spoke. To boil it down to the one percent that was actually funny. God rest us. Yes, he's dead. It doesn't make him. I know. I'm joking. Less annoying. Well, it really? does actually. It makes him a lot less annoying because he just never shut up. I've just never forgiven him because he kept speaking over the top of Stephen Fry. Ah, fair enough. That's a cardinal sin in my book. Hmm. So, Eddie goes back to his basketball game. Yep. In the next scene, there's a dead ginger. On the lawn. Wait, what? Yeah, the, the they're at a crime scene. Is it a cat? It's <laughs> a dead tomcat. <laughs> no, the wee girl that Eddie Murphy's looking for. Oh no, the sixteen-year-old. Yeah. Oh. she did. She did. She has a tattoo of a dragon on her leg as well. Okay. Eddie considers this significant and takes a photo of it. Okay. I know. I don't know what he's doing. I don't know why he's at the crime scene taking pictures. Unless... I'm pretty sure he's murdering. He's just taking trophies. But entirely possible. It's not unheard of. Mm. But it does seem strange because he's the private investigator. So it's up to the police to figure out who killed her. Yes, he's interfering with the crime scene. Yeah, he should have gone, oh, she's dead. Well, that's my involvement in this case over because I'm not a police officer. I was yeah. supposed to find the girl. I find her. She yeah. is beyond my help. Yeah. Beyond this veil of suffering. Mm. Um, so he goes looking around the house and there's a lot of what looks like Sanskrit written on the wall. What, at the ginger's house? I don't know that it's her house. It looks like an abandoned house. Ah. She's just fine there. Ah. Yeah. And how, how does he get to know about it? He gets he's got an informant in the police force. He must do, yeah. Because sure. his mate's there, and he's like, I've got a really interesting missing persons case. And then the, Eddie's like, I'm not interested. And he goes, yeah, you only do kids, right? And he goes, yep. Ah, uh, right, so, okay. So that's mm. that's how we know. And Eddie sort of investigates around, uh, and guess who's guess who's outside? Uh, the, the Tibetan lady. The Tibetan lady's right. outside. Guess and, what? I know ancient Sanskrit. Uh, no, she's not Scully. <laughs> she doesn't just know everything. Like Scully does. How does um, he know it's Sanskrit? He never said it was scra- Sanskrit. I am saying ah, it looks like Sanskrit that they've sure. written on the walls. Okay. That's the closest 
alphabet that I can say it looks like mm-hmm, mm-hmm. with my limited knowledge on the subject. Sure. Um, the police officer says that neighbours said that a truck pulled up to the house and then for a, like a week there was a weird murmuring noise, almost like the chanting of monks. Uh-huh. Uh, and then the truck pulled up again and then the murmuring stopped and then she was found dead. Dial M for monk. <laughs> Delivery. Dial P for psycho. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, uh, and so then, yeah, all the the murmuring stopped. The truck left, and the girl was dead in the lawn. Ah, that's that was the narrative. And you know, what I thought was interesting at this point was did she die of being murdered. How do they know? Don't know. They never actually say her cause of death. Uh, okay, she's just dead. I think they're trying to keep it light. I don't think they want to explain that she was exsanguinated because that's probably uh, what happened. Maybe she wasn't actually ginger, and she <gasps> wasn't that pale. Dun dun dun. Mm. Potentially. Mm. Um, but I do... Something I liked about the film is that if this film was made today, there would be like, so how come you only investigate missing children? And then, you know, go into a nice... Backstory. Yeah, monologue from Eddie of like, when I was young, I had a sister and yes. she vanished and blah, 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 blah. But in this, it's just like, no, I just, you know, I just like kids. And it makes me sad when they when they disappear. Yeah. You know. That's it. That's that's all you, the explanation you need for why he does Fair this. Enough. Yeah, which is nice. They don't yeah. have to listen to some dark, brooding Batman origin story. Yeah, for... exactly, yeah. <laughs> yeah. For the nth time. Ugh, yes. So Eddie's snooping around trying to figure out what the hell's going on here, and he finds a big pot of oatmeal. Uh-huh. Um, and he goes, ew, and pokes at it a bit, and blood goes out of it. There's blood in the oatmeal. Ooh, blood Isn't that like blood pudding? Yes. Black pudding. But they've made it wrong. Because you're not supposed to make porridge first and then put blood in it. You're supposed to add oats to blood. Yes. Mm. Unless you're making white pudding. But white pudding's got no blood in it. No, it doesn't. But it does have milk and oats. And fat. Mm. (laughs) Nice. Delicious, delicious Okay, so he pokes it and blood pops up. Yeah. At which point Eddie's like, hmm, that's unusual. Also, he's interfered with another part of the crime scene. Yeah, and then he just takes a wee photograph of it with his Polaroid camera. Polaroid? Polaroid? Oh, that got mentioned in the last episode. I know. Yeah. Uh, and then he buggers off. So... Who's off? He what? He buggers off. Yes. He buggers off? <laughs> As a uh, police officer. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Gotcha. So we're back to another montage, but this uh, with you know, funky Eddie's music in the background. Mm. And it's the Tibetan woman tailing Eddie while he goes around pretty much every tattoo parlour in LA trying oh, to the figure dragon. out trying to figure chasing out Chasing the got. dragon. He was chasing the dragon, yes. exactly. And Eddie spots the tail. He can see that she's following him. Slightly rude. <laughs> yeah. Um so he like he sees her sitting in a parked car in an alley. Ah uh, yeah. So he walks out to like go and confront her about it, but when he gets to the car, she's not there, and then uh-huh. she just emerges from behind him, ah! uh, and he, he he doesn't shriek um, like I would have done. I, I can guarantee you, but he just sort of like, hey, what do you what do you do? Why are you following me? What's going on? Uh, and he said, I I don't want to take your case, and she says, you're already on it. Ooh, yeah, ho ho. So. She was saying that the child 
the golden child must have been at that house. And that's why all the writing was on the wall, because they had to surround the child with evil. Right. It's the only way to keep his powers... In check. Yes. Okay. And they're trying to sort of weaken him. Is that why they took him to LA? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> that would do it. Mm. So he's surrounded by evil, mm. like, because Venice Beach is just out there, and... <laughs> No, and they've got the evil writing on the walls. Yeah, sure. Okay. And it's probably just swear words in Sanskrit. Yeah. Bum. Yeah. In Sanskrit. Mm. And then evil chanting. The evilest of words. Yeah, I know, right? Yeah. And then these guys are in ch- probably chanting in Tibetan something like, I want to kill everyone. Satan is good. Satan is our pal. Sure. Some to that effect. Mm. Um, but he can protect himself astrally. Right. I don't know what that means. What? He can just leave his body and not yeah. be there. Astral but projection. But he's sat there. Yeah. But, but you his, his body is, but his astral self isn't. Where is it then? Well, it's projected. Depends where he wants to project it to. <gasps> Denny's. <laughs> Unfortunately, you can't eat anything. That's right. You can communicate, allegedly. I well, mean, all is, when I say that this is fact, it's all bullshit. Well, of course, <laughs> so, yes. Yeah. So, obviously, Eddie's being a complete dick about all this. Ooh, astrally, you say. Yes. I mean, I'm saying he's being a complete dick. He's basically reacting the way you or I would. Yeah. Oh, astrally, you say. Right. It means something to do with stars, doesn't it? Yeah. Hmm. That makes sense. I mean, technically, the sun is astrally projecting. <laughs> Otherwise, we wouldn't have any daylight. With like an eight minute delay. Yeah. 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 Mm. Mm. So, Eddie uh, what takes a brief break from, you know, insulting her entire spiritual spirituality and faith yeah. and everything to point out. It's very American. Right. Yeah. To point out there was blood in the oatmeal. Why? And she said, I don't know. It's pretty evil. It is pretty evil to put blood in someone's oatmeal. Yeah. Uh, so she says, I know someone who can help us. And and Eddie starts going, oh, can we walk there or do we astral project there? Shut up. Shut up and come on. Knob. Um, so they go to one of... Well, they need the whole guy comes around to idea thing. So they're setting up that he's super against it so they can later on go, look, he is converted. He understands. No. It's kind of... It's like, uh, what is it? Um, what's it in um, The Matrix? Neo in The Matrix. Oh, yeah, but Neo mm. always suspected that something was wrong. I suppose so. And yeah. then he started taking pills. <gasps> Bad Neo. He shouldn't have taken both pills. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> oh, poor Neo. Mm. So they go to one of these Chinese medicine clinics. Oh, yes. Where they do Chinese medicine. Traditional. Like acupuncture and yes, stuff. Yes, and cupping, which sounds really rude, but it's not. I know, I know, yeah, I know what you mean. It's yeah. with the, where they light a match underneath the glass Light ball. a match. Yes, yes, they do. Yes. Um, they, and well, apparently, a lot of athletes are quite fond of it at the moment. I'm not sure if it actually does anything. Athletes are notoriously superstitious people. But they think it improves their blood flow. I mean, to a certain extent, it does, because essentially you're causing a vacuum, uh, which then pulls, and it, yeah. And you're it basically just weird. giving yourself a hickey, aren't you? It just you? looks <laughs> like you've been attacked by a large octopus. <laughs> Ah, yes, that infamous look. <laughs> yeah, I can tell what's happening. Don't go to him. Japan. Ooh. <laughs> Kawaii! <laughs> yeah. Hopefully it's not one of the Chinese medical clinics where they have uh, powdered bits endangered of animal. endangered animals. Yeah. That's or any nice. animal. 
Sure. Yeah. That's okay. Be... So though, to be honest, like people do eat parts of animals anyway. If they've got bits of powdered um, animals that we deem acceptable to murder en masse and eat. Again, that's, that's a cultural fine. bias. Yes, yeah. indeed. See, they covered this in South Park. It was brilliant, where the ah. Japanese just kept turning up and killing all the whales and dolphins and everybody was outraged. Turns out the Japanese were told that it was a dolphin and a whale that dropped the bomb on Hiroshima and Nagasaki. Sure. So they convinced them, the Japanese, they say, no, actually, it wasn't a dolphin and a whale. It was a cow and a chicken. Uh, and then the okay. Japanese start killing cows and chickens and everyone's like, well, that's fine. I, remember, I can't remember <laughs> who did the advertising thing, but it's, um, essentially it had a whole load of cows and they'd just written a sign that says, eat more chicken. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Love that one. Mm. I don't know who would, who would um, KFC. Yeah, potentially. Mm. And chickens spelt wrong because they're cows. Yeah, yeah, because they're cows. Mm. Off topic. Sorry. Somewhat. Yeah. Where are we? Oh yes, yeah, so we're in, we're in the Chinese clinic, mm. and they go into the back, and guess who's there? James Hong, the actor who is a Chinese businessman in every film. Oh, I think I know the dude you mean. He's also the main bad guy in Big Trouble in Little China. Was he the guy who was in um, R.I.P.D.? No. Do you remember the swap bodies? Yes. I don't think it was him. Ah. He's um, Cassandra's dad in Wayne's World. Mm. Wayne's World 2. I can't remember. He's in the X-Files. Sure. Where he played Chinese men. Okay. <laughs> Fair enough. I, I'd pretty recognise him. I'd yeah. recognise him. Yeah, you you absolutely would if you mm. saw him. He's just in everything. So they're they're they tell James Hong here. Oh, this is going on. What do you think of that? And he says, "Ha ha, we will consult with." Oh, I've forgotten her name. We'll call her Agnes. We'll consult with Agnes. Uh huh. So they go into the basement, and there's a, a screen. You know, one of those nice screens that ladies get changed Change behind. Mind. Yes, yeah, one of those. And there's a woman who I guess she's had too much caffeine because she won't stand still. She's just permanently swaying back and forth behind yeah, the uh-huh. screen. You just see her silhouette back Ooh. there. And she will not stop smoking. And she's got a cigarette holder. Oh, yeah. Classy. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, so they go down to this woman and they they say to Eddie Murphy, like, go on, tell her what's going on. So mm. he explains the situation and um, he goes, what is the golden child? What What's going on? And she starts explaining that, you know, Every every thousand generations, a perfect child is born, and he's come to rescue us. And Eddie says, e, "Interesting, yeah, right." Eddie, well, he's perfect after all. So mm-hmm. Eddie says, "Rescue us from what?" And she says, "From ourselves." Uh-huh. It's almost like he's Jesus. That's exactly what I wrote. Ah. I wrote, "He's like Jesus." Ah, nice. <laughs> but again, that's a cultural Die thing for as well. Our sins, yes, yeah. Also, um, so you've got a people in a in a in a Chinese medical place talking about a Tibetan child who's a savior of mankind. Bit awkward, politically, yeah. potentially. It's the eddies. It's yeah. Mm. Okay. It's America. They don't. They have no idea of what happens with... beyond the borders. I mean, yeah, I, did, I didn't want to just flat out say it, but yes, yeah, they yeah. didn't necessarily think of that. But now that they're aware of what an enormous market China is for their movies, suddenly they're a lot more uh, yes. sensitive to it, which is why they completely changed Doctor Strange so that the third hub was in 
you know, gateway thing ah, sure. was in Hong Kong, I think they moved it to, oh, really? instead of Tibet, which is where it Ooh. is in the comics. Ah, interesting. Mm-hmm. That's a bit strange. Sucking up much, Disney? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So anyway, that's not the point. The point is... Um, she's explaining. She's Perfect expl- child. Yeah, so this one, this kid, is um, the bringer of compassion. Uh-huh. Right? Uh-huh. And uh, Eddie Eddie says, um, who took him? Yes. And her answer is, uh, those who want evil to reign on earth like that's nice and specific mm. like, could you give me a, give me a hint like why do they want, why would yeah, anyone want to want to go to like a, a a person who like casts omens and like reads yeah. prophecies yeah might as well ask the dungeon master it. yeah, uh-huh. yeah super helpful nostradamus come yeah. on i'm trying to save a kid here yeah so, just say you don't know what's the address just a, yeah <laughs> yeah oh is that oh, it's a short film just feckin admit it you yes. don't know yeah yeah exactly um so apparently they want to kill this kid because if they kill him, uh, the world will become hell. To what benefit? Well, they're evil, so they want the world to be hell. Because they like hell, because they're evil. And cold. <laughs> uh, okay, yeah. yeah. They want ice water. Yes. So Eddie's, So she says, you know, the world will become hell, and Eddie chuckles and says, it's not far off it. He not. is in LA. Exactly. In right? the 80s. In the 80s. Yeah, well, you know, it could be worse, I suppose. As long as he's not wearing certain colours. So, yeah, right now. So, Eddie then says, well, what's the crack with this oatmeal then? And she says that they... The, right, so the golden child cannot be killed, really, by, you know... Conventional means. By conventional weapons, yeah. So, she explains that the golden child is pure. Yeah. If he eats the bloody oatmeal... Ooh, the bloody oatmeal. Yeah, <laughs> that's how I feel about it. Yeah. It will pollute him. He will be impure. Sure. Then they can kill him. Why didn't they just take weapons. him to McDonald's? I do, that's what I said. Oh, God. That's what I said oh. later. Yeah. Because, and then I started wondering, like, so is it because it's meat and he's a Buddhist monk? Is he not supposed to eat? Well, he's not a Buddhist monk. He's a child. He's a Buddhist child then i don't know isn't he isn't yeah but he, he hasn't had a chance to choose yet he looks he's got he's, he's just pure i, I think at the got moment buddhist hairdo well that just means they've shaved his head he might not have shaved it himself well i'd very much doubt that a sexual shave his own head exactly yeah but no sharp blades you know it's 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 the environment he grew up in he probably this is the whole identity a, a, i'm just going to say a sect of christianity which oh them yeah yeah give yeah. me a child before the such and such age of so and so no and way I will give you such and such we're not giving you any children no. anymore yes you lost that privilege yeah because you took the piss hm. sure so she explains all this to Eddie mm. Eddie in response tries to hit on her probably not the best course of action be so assuming like they're still separated by a screen yes and she's just smoking it. Yeah. Big cigarette. But he can work out that her figure's quite... Sensuous. Sensuous. Yes, exactly. So, yeah. He, <laughs> uh, he, so... he loves saying that word. Sensuous. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, he asks her what she's doing Friday night. Because that body is kicking. Because she's like, I'm predicting I'm not going on a date with you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Hmm, let me see if I can uh, I, look I into the future I to be washing here. my hair. <laughs> yeah. Nope. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, she's not interested. 
and they're walking along at Eddie and the Tibetan lady yep. who smoked the scroll. They're walking yep. along and uh, Eddie's like, so what's the story with your woman? Who is she? And she said, the Tibetan girl goes, uh, oh, she's the librarian of the... Sure. So very auspicious title. Mm. Uh, and apparently she's over 300 years old. Nice. Lady never tells. No. Mrs. Yeah. And Eddie said, how'd she manage that? And uh, the Tibetan woman says uh, her ancestor was raped by a dragon. Okay. Well, if that doesn't explain it, I don't know what will. That's pretty weird. How'd that happen? <laughs> like, logistically. Did, like, smog just appear at her doorstep with a bunch of flowers? And like... I don't think... That's not... <laughs> doesn't sound consensual from what you're saying. Well, mine's more dead. Uh... Oriented. Yes. A, a date that ends illegally. Poorly. Yes. Poorly. <laughs> it's an understatement. Poorly. <laughs> you're, you the wee o- you're like the wee the, old wizard yeah, in Indiana Jones. Yeah, you chose, <laughs> you chose poorly. Poorly. <laughs> yeah, that's victim blaming, that is. Yeah, absolutely. He should be ashamed of himself. Yeah. Yes. All right. Well, yes, you are correct. Thank you. You still would have had to turn up on her doorstep, though. Yeah, I suppose so, yeah. Ding dong! He's there. Rapey dragon. <laughs> Rapey dragon. <laughs> I always thought that about that um, one that advertised Listerine. <laughs> something what? just kind of creepy about that dragon. What was okay. his name? Leonard or something? Uh, anyway, don't, wor- don't worry about uh, okay. it. Okay. Yeah, I-, I really wouldn't worry about it. I'm trying not to. Now they never have mouthwash again. Yeah. So... Obviously, Eddie has struck out with the librarian of the, 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 the non-consenting snakes. Yeah. yeah, Snakes? Dragons, yes. Reptiles. I wonder if that happened to the Targaryens. Uh, it sounds more like they did it the other way around. They probably, yeah, absolutely. They did go around riding dragons. They did, but one of them misunderstood. The terminology. Yeah. Yeah. That's not what we meant by ride a dragon. <laughs> well... Um, so apparently, uh, Eddie is, you know, the chosen one. Yes. Yeah. Because the librarian of Flevy, Flevy, Flevy. So we've got a golden child and we also have a chosen one. We do. Oh, God. So the... the Cliché much? The dragon lady. Uh-huh. She, at one point, sort of turned to... And offers him £20,000 for a chunk of his business. <laughs> Dragon's Den. <laughs> yeah, it was De- it was Deborah Meaden. Meaden? Yeah. <laughs> Deborah Meaden. <laughs> oh, the mental image of her sat behind that screen was just looking disgusted. <laughs> I'm out. I'm out. <laughs> but she turned to the other two and said, This is the chosen one? Like she was incredulous yes. about yeah. this. Mm-hmm. Uh, Eddie was unaware that he was the chosen one. Yeah, they always and are. And is treating it with the same level of respect that he has treated the all the other information mm. he's been privy to throughout. So he, having struck out with Deborah, yep. um, he now hits on uh, the other t- Thai lady, the Tibetan lady. She's Sorry, not Thai. T- no, I don't know. I said Thai. The yes, Tibetan, Tibetan lady. It begins with T, and I thought yes, it'd be exactly the Tunisian lady. Tunbridge. Yes, Tunbridge Wells. She was outraged. <laughs> yes. Um, like, do you want to come up? And she says, Check out my bridge. Do you want to see my etchings? And nice. she says, No. And he says, Are you sure? Because you know I am the chosen one. 
Well, and like choose she says, to go home. No. Well, you're not the chosen one by me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah. Your destiny is to spend the night alone. Sorry, bub. Oh, that's um, a dire prediction. Yeah. So Eddie's like, fine. And he goes upstairs and he lies down on his sofa. It does sound like he just hits on everything. He does, yeah. yeah. I think he's deflecting, though. I think he's just trying to like change the subject. Okay. By hitting on ah. the woman. Just to make light of the situation. Sure. Yeah, great. Lucky her. So the kid's been moved. The golden child has been moved. He's now in a sort of a rundown warehouse. He's surrounded by... In LA. I know. I wonder how they find it. Prime real estate. It's probably on whatever they call Lot, lot whatever it is, where they do all the filming. Mm. 66? What is it? I don't know. Oh, okay. There's a I... lot of lots. A lot of lots. Hence According the name. to um, Jennifer Lopez. She used to have a little. Now she's got a lot. <laughs> she's got a lot in LA. Maybe they rented it from her. Yeah. But she's still Jenny from the block. Oh, is she? Oh, well, I'm very relieved to hear that. Yeah. Because yeah. I was worried that, you know, having a lot would have gone to her head. True. Je- Golden Child. Yeah. Warehouse. So, there's bum written on the wall in Sanskrit again. Oh, yeah. And, and what other, whatever other naughty words. Mm. You know, Willy. Yes. Jerk. Wonka. Wonka. <laughs> That's not how it's pronounced. <laughs> oh, really? Uh, you're saying it wrong all these years. <laughs> um, and there's chanters. Um, 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 sure. Satan is good. Satan is her pal. That whole yeah. thing that's mm-hmm. gone. They're just playing that Queen song backwards. Probably. Judas mm-hmm. Priest backwards. That'll do it. Yes. Yeah. And um, Paul is dead. Uh huh. You know, the, the Beatles song. Yeah. Oh, Beatles. It's Beatles rather than Queen, sorry. I don't think there's any uh, devilry in Queen. I don't think it, they've ever been accused of that. Well, you might say things about the royal family, but I'm going to hold my uh, <laughs> hold my views to myself, Kathy. Yeah, she may be a shape-shifting, blood-drinking wow. lizard person, have David Icke tell it. Yes. But she's not a minion of the devil, to my knowledge. More mercies. Yes, exactly. Mm. Yeah. Say what you like about the Queen. But she is no minion of the devil. It's going to turn out she's a Satanist. Now I'm going to look like an asshole. <laughs> More so than usual. <gasps> Cup to the bone. Where and was you're I? you're to blame. <laughs> uh, you give Satanists a bad name. <laughs> it's true, yeah. Um, Warehouse lot. Yes. Small child. And bad the, words. The evil child. Is there more porridge? There is more porridge. There is more porridge. There's porridge. Where did they there. get the blood from, though? I think they drained... Per what's her Ginger. name? Thingy Mosley. Can't remember her first name. Mosley. I know. Anyway. So the, there's henchmen there, and mm. most of the henchmen who are there are oh, chanters. Oh, is, is the okay oatmeal blood? Yes. So one of the henchmen mm. isn't chanting. Ooh. Instead, he's throwing stones at the golden child. Ah. Oh. Not to hurt the child. To give him ammunition. Pretty much, oh. because. Every time he throws it, the golden child puts his wee hand up and, like, uh, the forces it away. Uh-huh. And it, so it doesn't hit him, it just deflects off and flies off. And this yes. henchman, yet another sort of educationally subnormal henchman, mm. is enchanted by this. So uh-huh. he goes and gets a big barrel and sets it in front of himself and then catapults the stone from behind the barrel. And the kid deflects it and it hits the barrel and he's like, ah! It's so exciting. Uh huh. Because he's easily amused. 
and a Pepsi can falls out of the barrel and the kid uses his... Telekinesis? Telekinesis to morph the can into a little man. Uh-huh. And then it starts dancing. Uh-huh. Like, Charles? Like putting on the Ritz. No, no, no. Not yet. So it starts doing a little dance. Mm. And uh, and the, the henchman is just delighted with this. Mm. It's just blown his mind. And the kid actually seems quite chuffed well, with it as well. It goes back to the marionette thing from the beginning. Yeah. Uh-huh. So... Everyone's everyone's just trying to have a nice time, and then Charles Dance turns up and just stomps on the Pepsi can. He has no sense of whimsy, this guy. Ah, oh. what a jerk! Maybe he prefers Coke. Well, he probably does because he's wearing a big red coat. He looks like Santa. Hugh Hefner. Yeah. <laughs> he's got a big like red smoking jacket draped over his shoulders. Well, like he a lo- boxer. He looks like a can of Coke. Uh, so okay. maybe that's what his problem was. And he, he like marches up to the kid and, and you know gives the kid a good eyeball and, and then says, you know, you're going to have to eat the oatmeal sometime. Ah. You will eat the oatmeal. Mm. I'll get you. Mm. Yay. In an English accent. Sure. Yeah. Not a... You're <laughs> making it sound like the leprechaun from Lucky Charms. I'll teach you to steal me pash of gold. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Key um, death by... Oh, pogo bungee. stick. Pogo stick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. Um, so the kid like and knocks the oatmeal over. Ah. Psychically okay. knocks mm. it all over the floor. Yeah. In your face, Charles Dance. More on your shoes, anyway. On your shoes, Charles Dance. Mm. He'd already stalked off at this point, so ah. whatever. And the kid, like, looks around all furtive and then pulls a little sprig with leaves on it uh-huh. out of his pocket and he takes a single leaf and goes... Ah. And then hides the sprig again. Mm-hmm. So that's the that's when I started to think. I wonder if um, I wonder if the kid's a vegetarian, vegetarian, and that's why the blood will pollute him, and that's why he's eating this. It's leaf. also human blood. Yes. Oh so, yeah, because they could have just gone to the butcher, couldn't they, and yeah. got some blood. Yeah, yeah, that theory's probably wrong then. Could be both. Maybe it's. Super, I mean, it's even more impure. It's probably more polluty. Yeah, that's what I mean. If it's human, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So. Now that he's all full of his single leaf from the spring, <laughs> yes, he astral projects mm. to Eddie Murphy's house, uh-huh. to Eddie's garden, and uh, Eddie sees this like bright light in the back garden, and he like boop opens the blinds, and he sees this bright light that condenses down. It's a police helicopter. <laughs> no, 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 no. It is L.A. I mean, I can mm. see why you think that, mm. but no, it's the golden child sitting cross-legged, like uh-huh. boo, sure. in a tree. Oh, cool. And then the kid sort of... Um, Being attacked by squirrels. No, he's all right. Mm. He, like, points and the bird, the bird is back. You know the magic bird that he brought back, back to life? Again. It's yeah, in nice. the tree. Nice. Tell a friend. Mm. It's in the tree. Cool. And Eddie sees the birds. Uh, that and doesn't he's... look like it's from around here. Yeah. This is LA. He's a bit confused, but he looks at the bird and he says something along the lines of, did you just see a little Harry Krishna midget or was that just me? <laughs> Okay, yeah. okay. And then the phone rings, and then Eddie says, that'll be Rod Serling. You know, for the Twilight Zone? Right. Yeah. Okay, okay. He was great, him, the Rod, uh, the Rod Serling, like the Drake. Mm. And, uh-huh. yeah. Um, he he was known as the angry man of television, and apparently oh. he was very, very upset about social injustice. Right, good. And that's why a lot of the episodes of the original Twilight Zone were very much about uh, racism and 
sure. equality and stuff yes, like that. Yeah. yeah. Gotta love a bit of Rod. Sterling. Sure. We got away with that one. <laughs> um so the phone rings and he answers it and the person says, Do not adjust your sets. No, I'm just kidding. And they didn't. Uh, it was some guy and he was like, Hey, I've got a tip for you about whoever killed that girl. Uh-huh. Um to which Addy's like, Oh, alright, I'm with it. I'm I'm back in the game now. Who is it? Yeah, yeah. And he tells them about, oh, there's this house uh, full of bikers and I saw the girl with them. Yeah. And then Eddie goes, all right, and who are you? And he, Tour de France. What? Uh, Not that of kind of bikers. <laughs> Motorbike enthusiasts. Ah, Hell's Angels. Probably. Mm. They were definitely one percenters, i.e. Uh, the criminal bikers. All right, yes, yes, uh-huh, uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Not really rich bikers. No, 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 no. Certainly mm. not. They weren't just, you know, No, I say Rodney, shall we go out on our um, triumphs? <laughs> Penny farthings. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Although in the States it would be cent, cent and a dime? Cent dimers? Cent nickels? I don't know. Cent Nicholas? That's, that's where, and that is where Santa came from. Yes. Because all the kids wanted a bike. So Eddie heads off to investigate mm. um, and the bird's there too oh yeah the bird is at the house and he so Eddie, bird pretty much yeah Ed, it's basically his sat nav at this point because he's just like oh the bird's here that's a good sign okay but the Tibetan lady's with him I think she's his partner now uh huh and we haven't learned her name yet oh she keeps under wraps yeah well she is quite um, inscrutable nice and mysterious yeah yeah she's pretty hot too Good. Just incidentally. That's more likely to make me watch the film than Eddie Murphy being in it. She's English as well. Her accent is English. And the actress was raised in England. Really? Mm-hmm. Interesting. What's particularly interesting is that she's a quarter Irish, a quarter English, a quarter Chilean, a quarter Iraqi. And no part of that from Tibet. I know. Mm. Mm-hmm. I think this is substantially before... Yes. Yes, exactly. Before people were upset about that sort of thing. Yes. So they get there. Mm. House full of bikers. Ooh. Eddie is a gentleman. So he turns to the Tibetan lady, who we've just established is in, not in the slightest bit Asian. Yeah, but anyway, yeah, yeah, yeah. and says to her, you stay in the car. Stay here. It's dangerous. Sure. As soon as there's a hint of danger, you drive off. Mm-hmm. You understand? Yes. Wait here. Mm-hmm. And he pulls out a gun. Ooh. I know. A revolver. Ah. Cantona. And leaves. Uh huh. And then. Why did he take leaves with him? To eat. Oh. <laughs> like the golden child. That's right. So he gets out of the car and he's like, You stay here. Mm. And I thought to myself, She won't. And she doesn't. She's sassy. She is sassy. She's also a feckin' martial artist, so I think she stands a better chance than Eddie does. He's drawing tanks. <laughs> nice one. So, Eddie decides he's gonna like sneak in the back door, so he jumps over the, the mm, he sneak he jumps over the fence, but there's a family having a barbecue, oh, and suddenly classic. Eddie Murphy with a gun has just appeared in the middle Ooh, of their in barbecue. LA as well in I the eighties. I know. Yeah. So they're all like, "Oh shit!" Uh, and Eddie's like, "Don't worry about it. Take my hand. It's fine. It's fine." I just want some crisps. Well, he nice. said chips. I just want some chips. And then he takes some of the chips and eats them. And then he's like, okay, I'm leaving now. And then he leaves. And they're all like, oh. Yeah. 
uh, and he he sneaks in the back door. Uh, so this family is having a barbecue in the garden of a biker gang. They're the next door. Ah. Uh, garden. But still, they're next door. They're trying to raise two kids in a house next to a house full of dangerous bikers. Yes. I mean, not everyone property can afford to just move. Yeah, exactly. Mm. Not everyone has the luxury of getting to pick where Maybe they live. Maybe it's like an Airbnb. I hope so. Or they had just broken in and were using this guy's barbecue while he was on holiday or something. True. It's a risky, risky yeah. barbecue, that. But the bikers are all sitting around watching 80s hair metal bands, which I thought was a weird choice. I wouldn't have thought that bikers would like 80s hair metal. Sure. Because the dudes singing 80s hair metal are quite effeminate. Mm. I mean... Dude Looks Like a Lady, the song, is written about Vince Neil from Motley Crue. Sure. And he's sort of like the king of, of hair metal, I guess. Yes. Does that seem like the sort of thing that a big, fat, hairy, um, no. criminal biker's going to sit around listening Not to? Really. I'd have thought they'd be listening to like King Crimson or something. But no, they're listening to these guys like screeching into a microphone with spray painted on clothes. Mm. Okay, okay. <laughs> They're really pretty. Have you seen Vince Neil? No. Very pretty. Okay. And covered in makeup, which does not help The if he's trying to be macho. Wearing sure. eyeliner well, is not going to help. 80s was like the time for just looking yeah. pretty Looking pretty. There. Looking pretty. I suppose so. Yeah. <laughs> Strange thing. Well, anyway, Eddie, Eddie doesn't really care about this. He comes in, points his gun at some of the bikers. and Wow. It's bold, isn't it? It's bold. Doesn't work out too well. Especially if there's more than five of them. There are. And one of them's behind him. Oh, no. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, so they, they, I think they tie him to the immersion heater for some reason. I'm not too sure why. But he's just like tied to the, the tank. Sure. Um, meanwhile, Tibetan lady, Tibetan martial artist lady, yes. goes to the front door, picks the lock. Avon calling. Ding dong! <laughs> uh, she just goes to the front door and on the, the wall of the, I don't know, the hall, I guess, uh-huh. they've drawn the same dragon picture that... Um, Ooh, it's on the leg of the woman. Yeah, the, the little... Woman, girl. The six, girl. Yeah, the yeah. 16-year-old girl that got murdered. So mm. It's on their wall. So uh, she's she's looking at that and then a biker wanders into the hall and sees her and reacts kind of weird. It's kind of hard to describe, but I don't know how I would react if I were a big tough biker and suddenly a beautiful woman was standing in my hall. But I don't think I would look all sinister and like menacingly walk towards her. I think I'd be like, who are you? Get out of my house. Well. Or, do you want to get some coffee? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> More likely. Yeah. I don't know if my immediate reaction would be, huh, I think I'm going to kill her. Yeah, it's a bit weird. But then, weird. I'm not an enormous intimidating biker. Looks are deceiving, David. <laughs> in actuality. Just take the biker out. <laughs> and intimidating. Oh, people oh. are intimidated by me, I'll have you know. Yes, they are. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I don't understand why, but I've been told repeatedly. It's not your butt. <laughs> <laughs> no uh, one's intimidated by my butt. Uh, um. Anyway, so menacing biker gets his ass kicked yes by quite rightly Tibetan lady mm. 
Then another guy comes in and sees her and immediately smashes his bottle on the wall and comes at her with a broken bottle. Like, oh, what, what a waste do? of beer. For one, well, it's American beer. Oh, good point. Yeah. You, you might better as, off. You might as well just pour it over the floor. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and she kicks his ass as well. But again, it's really strange. Like, you've, you've just walked into the living room and there's a beautiful woman standing there and your immediate reaction is to smash a bottle and maybe try to kill her. Maybe they think she's seen too much because she's seen the dragon on the wall. Well, maybe. I don't know. She kicks his ass too. Good. She kicks him into a water pipe. Ooh, that this, hurts. This would be the <laughs> this would be the point in the story to, to tell you that she's wearing all white. And okay. So the water pipe explodes and sprays her head to toe in water. Does it now? It does. Uh, High convenient. Yeah. Yeah. She's not pleased. Um. So she's. But it is cold. It wasn't actually. Oh. Okay. That was left to the imagination. Uh, and she kicks another guy's ass and sneaks up behind Eddie to try and free him. Sure. And Eddie's given it like, what are you doing here? Oh, this is I really... told you to stay in the car. I told you to stay in the This is don't, dangerous. Don't unman me. Un- don't emasculate me yeah, in front yeah. of all my new friends. I'm not going to get your nuts off. <laughs> and so she just sort of, she, yeah. she lets him free and then he beats up two bikers. Ooh, well done. Yeah, but he doesn't know she's already beaten three up. Yeah. He's well, just trying to keep score. And the reason he doesn't know that is because she's keeping it from him. Yeah. He, she's doing a She-Ra. Yeah. Do you remember that in She-Ra? Or she'd always have to be like, oh, there's a guy here. I'm going to have to pretend to be a helpless damsel until he's oh. not looking. And then I can transform into She-Ra and kick oh, everyone's sure. ass. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. It always used to really annoy me. Yeah. Though. Oh, we have to protect your genitals. What's it called? There's a, um, what's the, the term for it? Not patronising. What is it? It's no. It's um. There's totally a word for it. What is it? I can't remember. No, but <laughs> what are you trying to say? I'm trying to say the concurrent thing is like um. You're deliberately not showing how good you are to make someone else look bad. Oh. Try not to show him up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But she uh, is stupid, but and she yeah. would like whatever. I don't actually care. Is what she's probably thinking. She's like whatever. You can go. You can go and play. Hmm. Yeah. Let's see how well you do. Yeah, you can you can take on those two, and I'll take on all the rest, shall I? Because yeah. while Eddie's sort of busy, busy, she she like beats up a few more of them, sort this, of when he's this, not looking. This also happens in um, Bulletproof Monk. Really, mm-hmm. starting to think that that Golden Child Monk might have a case it. against oh god, yeah, Bulletproof Monk at this point. Um, Except there's no child. Oh, it's Chow Yun Fat. He's not young. No, well, he's not six. No. No. So they... So all the bikers... Golden Adult. Golden Adult? No, it does not have the same ring to it, does really, it? really, no. Ordinary Adult. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. So all the bikers have had their ass kicked. Mm. Eddie starts scolding the woman. He was like, there's some... For saving his life? He didn't know that she did that. Although he, he, he does know that she, she he untied her. Yeah, yeah exactly. right enough, right yeah. enough, yeah. He could have been a murderer. And he was like, this was, this was really dangerous. And yeah, what if they turned the immersion on? He could have got scalded. Yeah. Like eight degree burns. <sighs> yeah. Oh, that's a bit toasty. Oh, I'm going to get... So that you just get red skin. Oh, I'm going to get sweat on. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> he told her off and he said, there was, some, back. there was some serious man shit that happened here. Ugh. Well, yeah. Don't step in it. Mm. Man shit happened here. Really? Because it looked to me like women kicking the ass of about a dozen men. Yeah. Yeah. But whatever, Eddie. So one of the bikers is still conscious, so they interrogate him. Eddie's yeah, like... it's much more effective that way. Where is her? He gives it one of those, yeah. She's dead. She... 
Wait, no, but like, was the girl here sort of thing? Have, uh, you, have you seen this girl? And the guy's like, no, I've never seen her before. And Eddie like, poof, punches him right in the solar plexus. Ooh, takes the shot. breath all out of him. Yeah. And he goes, oh, that girl. Yeah, yeah. Um, We sold her. And at which point Eddie loses his sense of humour. Yes. He's like, mm, what? He said, yeah, we sold her to Tommy Tong, who owns a Chinese restaurant on uh, Main Street. Sure. Broadway, something like that. Yeah. And they sold him for uh, a uh, big, sold her for a big tub of, uh, I think it was pork fried rice and a carton of cigarettes. Wow. Yeah. So now Eddie is even less impressed. And uh, he, well, I mean, obviously he's decided he's going to go and visit um, Tommy Tong. Yes. He's like, why Why on earth did Tommy Tong buy a young woman off you? And apparently he said, um, Tommy needed to work a deal out with the devil. And they, sure. were, and they were all like, huh, what? And he said, yeah, apparently he needed her blood. Mm. And they still sold her. Yeah. Uh, to be honest, they shouldn't have found her in the first place. But It's really good pork fried rice. <laughs> wow. Okay. It goes really nicely with cigarettes, apparently. Mm. Yeah, fuckers. So, Eddie's, Eddie's not pleased. Yeah. And Eddie says, so you sold her? And the guy's like, yeah. <laughs> Read the room, man. <laughs> and, yeah. then, and then Eddie just uh, knocks him clean out. Eddie's not impressed. Mm. Okay, we're going to stop it there for part one of why did you watch join us next time for part two why did you watch it